episode 149, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 3, episode 15, Parting Shot. Welcome to Level 7. A podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place. Hello, hello, hello again, agents. It's me, Ben, Ben Avery, and I am here because, well, we have another episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to talk about right now. That episode in question is called Parting Shot, and it features some fan-favorite characters. And by fan-favorite, I mean, well, one of my hosts, co-host's favorite characters. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. And that co-host would be... Hey, man. <laughs> it's Agent Daniel. Oh. And I'm so glad we could be here tonight to talk about the pilot episode of Most Wanted. Yeah. When they release the DVD collection, this episode could possibly be released along with it. I mean, we did talk about, you know, the fact that at some point you and my I, Ben, are going to have to break up. So we can handle all these shows. And so we did talk about trying to find a replacement host to cover this because, as we know, I'm going to be doing Most Wanted. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about basically how we were going to divide the children. Who's going to go I, with I you? Who is going to go with me? And how are the weekend visits going to work? Marvel's Most Wanted, being the, the youngest, the newborn, if you would, would probably end up with you. Whereas I would take Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, gosh. And God, damage control. Man, that sounds great. We should do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I was not prepared for this, to be quite honest. I was not prepared for this either. Well, uh, shall we move to news? Okay, let's make it quick. Let's do it. Shield intelligence report. Marvel's Most Wanted was ordered as a pilot episode. That's no, our news. Just saw it. No, we didn't see it, but... Uh, I, I'm just going to say that there is some concern in my house tonight, and I kept saying the same thing over and over again. They're getting their own show. Yeah, and if they don't get their own show, they'll be back on this one. Because you, you disavowed, vowed, people disavowed. You, you can, can re-avow. Disavow yeah, re-avow. Re-avow. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty clear uh, in this episode that the pilot episode of Marvel's Most Wanted is definitely on the showrunner's minds. And they need to do something about that. Yeah, we had to make a transition here to explain absences. Long-term absences. Absences that will require them to be on the run, perhaps, or also perhaps wanted. And maybe not just wanted, but most wanted. Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Here's the thing. I think at the end of our next segment, we need to ask our ourselves, were they successful in reacting to this news? Did they set this up in such a way that we feel good about it? Well, we'll talk about it, but I think that's going to be in our next segment, which is happening right about now. Mission report. See, I think you should have been like, now, now. <laughs> you just weren't emphatic enough. I, I'm sorry. For that, I apologize. But only a little bit. Should we maybe should we tackle this the way we tackled the last episode? Okay, I think I can actually even do this one quicker. Oh, I was gonna try, but go ahead. Well, the thing is, I don't think that there's a ton of story to this. No, there's not. It's a very easy story to encapsulate. Yeah, I mean basically between the present. Then now we are with Bobby and Hunter as they're being interrogated by Interpol about the death of members of the Russian government. And throughout the episode, we'll jump between their interrogations and the past where we see what happens. And basically, S.H.I.E.L.D. is infiltrating um, a Russian site, government site, that appears to be the proposed location of the sanctuary from our last episode. And Malik is there along with the Russian representative to the symposium. 
And we also meet some Russian military officials, one of which has had a little bit of anger directed towards the prime minister of Russia's attache. And he killed him because not He's only a murdering this, murderer who murders. Yeah. This general, this this military, uh, I think his title was he was the the cabinet minister for military, the military cabinet minister minister. Not only is he pro inhuman, he is inhuman. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. That was perfect. So um, from there, Malik basically um, suggests that the general uh, stage a coup and he brings the prime minister to him. And it's up to S.H.I.E.L.D. to save the Russian prime minister from Malik and is an inhuman gang of murdering, murdering murderers. Murdering murderers who murder. Is that, is that how I do it? Uh, close. In the in the scuffle in the fight, we discover that the general's inhuman power is that his shadow is actually a senient, semi-controlled, dark but separate horse. dark horse who yeah. can't be stopped unless you kill him. So with Hunter under threat from the inhuman who can't be killed, well, Bobby kills the general, therefore killing the shadow. And then they get arrested, bringing us to Interpol. It all wraps up as Coulson and our president discuss with the prime minister who's going to pay. And in the end, Bobby and Hunter decide to take a bullet for S.H.I.E.L.D. Not ever saying they worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., but feeling the consequences of the incident are disavowed. The episode ends... As everyone toasts, most wanted. Gives them a spy's goodbye. I did like them calling it a spy's goodbye. It was very, very classy, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Lots to talk about, but, but not a Hunter lot But and Bobby are gone. Um, we're going to go episodes without me saying, hey, girl. Yeah. Um, regular cast members. I mean, the full status. They had both been promoted. They weren't reoccurring. They were full cast. Gone. Uh, and, and it is truly because they got ordered to pilot. So they got to go. And we've seen the description. We've talked about it in the news. You know, they talk about how they're not tied to S.H.I.E.L.D. And how they have no friends and how they're. Well, they don't have no friends. They have, and now we know why. Yeah. They, S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't turn their back on them because they did something wrong. They turned their back on them because politically they have to. They've been disavowed. Insert Mission Impossible music here. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It like I said, it was a shock. I was very, very surprised to see where they were going with this. When uh, Coulson steps in, talks to them, and says, "Okay, here's our plan. We're gonna get blah 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 blah." And Bobby and, and Hunter are both no. We're 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 gonna take a sacrifice here. We're gonna take one for the team. We are in this to be the shield. And in this situation right now, that means that we're going to be your shield. And we're going to protect you from this international incident. You know, the, really, when you say it comes out of the blue, tactically and even strategically, it really feels like it's six episodes too early. They only need to make one episode of Most Wanted right at the moment. They need to make a pilot. Mm -hmm. We don't even know when it would be on. Ugh, what if it was a summer series? Well. That could be. It, it almost makes sense for it being a potential summer series. In the sense of why would you remove... ABC is going to want to reward them to keep them working and keep them getting paid. They literally have a contract for so many episodes, oh, a regular cast contract. You know, it's not going to be for the entire run. I mean, look at Mac. He wasn't in the last episode at all. Um, right. Yeah, he wasn't in the last episode at not all. Not much. No, I said I said I think in that episode I said he was, but he wasn't. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you sign for so many episodes, unless you're Clark Gregg, you're not going to be in them all. Mm -hmm. 
Um, because they're literally giving you a contract that says you're going to be in this much stuff. And then the writers have to find ways to use you for this much stuff. And and so they've got that contract. And so I'm assuming they're filming something. You know, again, it's not like you're going to. It's not like you're going to punish the stars of your new series that did so well that you spun them off and not pay them. Right. They got to be getting paid. Oh, they're going to they're getting paid. And if they're getting paid, they're filming something. No, they're they're filming something. But the question but, is. But again, you only have to have them off for a week. If no, you're filming one no, 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 pull them is, off for two. A pilot episode is a completely different animal. I, I, I know. I know. It's not there. It, it takes a little bit more time. They don't have the, the processes worked out. But again, they don't need to be gone for eight episodes to get one pilot. But Daniel, I here I would argue and I, I wondered as I was watching them say goodbye and you're seeing all of our main cast. Not the Secret Warriors. So Lincoln is not there. Yo-Yo is not there. But our our main cast, who you know, it's 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 Sky, it's Mac, it's uh, Fitzsimmons, it's Coulson, it's May. That's a huge cast right there, and they're adding more characters. I wonder if they just need to say, okay, we got to pare down our cast a little bit as we build toward the climax of this Secret Warriors arc. But again, these guys got to get paid. They've yeah. got a regular cast contract. Yeah, but Daniel, there's a story to be told. Well, specific and, and story I, to be told. And, well, and who's and so, to say that they're not going to be seen later on other than this is a send off episode. If that pilot episode wasn't happening, this is the send off. You could do this episode without that pilot episode. This is well, just there, there is there is a good story reason, I think, to do this episode this early. I will it? say this. And why is that? Secret Warriors. You mean exactly what I just said? Well, but to be blunt. Exactly what I just said about they're bringing in new characters to take on this new story arc with the Secret Warriors. Yeah. 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 yeah Secret Warriors. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Secret Warriors. I, I, this is the reason. Bobby and Hunter are shield agents. They're not, they're not in humans. They're not Secret Warriors. So story-wise, you could do it. Just so, you know, you you really get that focus. This half is supposed to be Secret Warriors. Um, It's not like Manifold's on the team yet. You know? I don't know. I, is even a half a season going to be enough for Secret Warriors? No, the the end of this season, my, my, my feelings, the end of the season, besides for paying off that whole three months early, later thing with the, the Quinjet or whatever it is, like, explodes the end of the season is our team is together all right so we're what we're looking at with this season right now this half of the season i should say is the individual movies leading up to the avengers it's daredevil jessica jones luke cage leading up to the defenders it's yo-yo gets an episode lincoln has his episode and his well he has a whole arc with the last you know half of the season um Manifold's going to have his episode and then they're going to bring them together. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Okay. Well, thank so you for interrupting my thought completely. What's happening here is maybe by the time we get to the last episode, we'll have all of our secret warriors gathered together and they will be like a team. And maybe as they move forward, they'll, you know, we've got like what eight episodes left. Maybe, you know, Yo-Yo will get an episode and Lincoln's arc will get expanded. And maybe Manifold gets an episode. So, I think what you were saying it was just kind of like jibber jabber. Or it was exactly what you just said. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you need to stop doing your barbecue, man. Stop doing your barbecue. Get away from the refrigerator. All right. Put down that lacrosse. Stick. I'm just saying if you're going to smoke some meats, it takes time. Yeah, yeah. Although, I'll be honest, my Brussels spouts are are the most delightful and requested. I will never, ever eat them. They're so good. I've literally had children beg for them. Yeah. 
you will literally never have me beg for them. If I ever the visit, please don't serve them because uh, the secret ingredient: chicken bouillon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a lie. The secret ingredient is garlic. Okay, that's great. It will never touch my lips. However, what is touching my lips are words that I want to say about this episode. I think that they're building up toward a big climax with the big Secret Warriors team. And then I don't know where they go with after that. But yeah, I think it makes sense for us to pare down the cast a little bit so that we can focus on new characters who are going to be popping in to build a worldwide network of a Secret Warriors team. That's that's where I think they're going. And its name will be Batman International. <laughs> or Secret Warriors. So, yeah, you know, it, it can mean, go either way. There's a story reason. I mean, there's a real life reason. There's a story reason. Real life reason is eventually they got to come off. Mm-hmm. We knew it was coming. It's just a shock. It was a shock. It was it's a shock. This now, and and it feels a little bit weird. It feels a little bit. I don't know if "off" is quite the right right word, but the send off feels off it it just felt like okay this is happening well wow this is they're gone and then not only are they gone but we're getting a five minute you know this is finale episode type of of storytelling that you're seeing here where they're they're doing the drinks thing and they're spending a long time giving them this send-off it just felt very very strange to me and and maybe for no reason but it, it felt it it didn't feel natural. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But I that's the that's the job that I've done explaining it. <laughs> so for what it's worth, that's what I I was feeling when when we got to that. It was a touching moment and Mac, my goodness, that man sold the moment. Oh. I you know he's he was close to Bobby. He was close how do, to Hunter. How do I say it? Well, and Hunter. Um, this send-off, for someone who's a huge fan of Bobby Morris, uh-huh. it was dang right perfect. Now, I'm happy to say I wasn't the one crying, but there was crying in my house. It was touch-touch, and it was heartfelt, and... There's part of me that almost feels like, well, maybe a little bit of emotion as one coworker in real life wishes other coworkers away. Yeah, you know, wishes them luck. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet their shots were real. I might, that might be. I, I, it may have been my f- favorite scene in Agents of Shield. Really? That's yeah. strong. That is strong. I, I, Again, the music was nicely done. The tone, the feel, the fact that they're all separated throughout the room. Yeah. The, they the, each get their time to nod, you know? The fact, and again, you know, Clark Gregg, let's be blunt. Clark Gregg's the star. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So Clark Gregg's moment in this scene has to be really good. It has to be given importance. So and so he's made the last person out. Well, okay. and not only that, he's also the one that they all lift their glass, but no one drinks until he does. Yeah. But Mac, you know, he was originally reoccurring. He was a minor character to start with. But our writers are smart and realize it's not about where you are in the seniority list on the cast. It's about the relationships that they've built for us. Mm-hmm. And they've built that relationship with Mac and the couple. So so they could. They could have rushed. They could have. They could have had everyone drink at the same time and rush through it. Because, you know, there's a lot of story to tell. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of action beats in this story. And they could have added an extra punchy punchy here and there and not given Mac his drink. Oh, there was plenty of punchy punchy without adding an extra. But, but I. The fact that they gave Mac the moment that they recognize, recognize that these three cast members came in together. 
you know, call that out. They weren't season oneers. They were both. They were all three season tours. They came in together. They were tied together. Their characters when they came in. They've had their tension. Their struggle. They've had their issues. Mac in real life, if this was a real story, should be the one who is the most impacted. And so instead of rushing through the moment, our writers and our director gave it to us, and they earned everything that happened in this scene everything <laughs> that's a really strong emotion you have there and I, to me i just am not with you i'm just not with you on this i feel like this was a season finale that's what they were presenting here and the the build-up wasn't there this is just kind of wait what what's happening oh they're gone Oh, and now we're going to spend five minutes more, maybe they even. spend the whole episode getting us ready for it. The conversation about vacation. Oh, they did. They did. Absolutely. The interrogation. The fact that Hunter's almost going to get killed, which, you know, can't happen because the most wanted. They were setting it up, but the setup, you don't know what's going on with that setup they, until they the end. They could have ended them in the interrogation room. No, they could not have. They could have. They could have ended them right there. Having their drink. You know what I expected? That's what I expected. They, they're no, having their drink, no. and then we cut away. No, this is what I expected. They're having their drink. They're talking about vacation. They pay the bill, and they got that drink. That first one comes in. You know who I thought it was from? No. Dominic Fortune. Oh. I expected to see Lindo there. I ex Honestly, what I expected was... But when it was... When it was Gemma... It's like, whoa. I I didn't expect them to be getting the drinks. I expected they get their drinks, they pay their tab, and then they're just all of a sudden it's a bar fight and they're in the middle of their next adventure, which isn't an adventure for them. They they aren't they aren't coming out for they aren't there for their their shield adventure, but it's just like, okay, well, more of the same. Here we go. No. It it had to have ended quiet. Not with a big not with a big hitting and fighty fighty i don't feel like Just, it had it to. had to end quiet because we've had so much talk about vacation and a need for a break no uh, or this is their life they, they're talking about all this vacation and need for a break but no, this, this is, is their life. life i'm just well, saying this is what i this, but uh, this is what I, I expected daniel that's all i'm saying is i was expecting a perfect, that a perfect ending yeah and that's what they they gave us an ending this is a surprising a surprising moment the in the middle of a you know half season we're we're getting this ending okay i'm just going to tell you this right now ben and i'm going to be i'm going to be angry can you just be blunt i'm going to be angry okay the ending of iron man 3 comes off and basically says i am iron man and i don't need suits and i burned them all and i got rid of them and i don't need to be iron man again but nobody believes it because we all know he's going to be iron man okay this ending they don't say we're not going to have adventures. They're in fact talking about how they can have adventures and make money and who can, who would actually hire them. I mean, yeah, it's an ending. We're closing off shield, but they've also given us all these possibilities, which wink, wink lead us to most wanted. Well, I think we spent enough it's time. It's a good end for them on the show. Except it's not the end for them on the show. It probably is for a while. For a Until while. For a while, if they bring, I mean, they, if they they're bring only them coming back, back if this moment means so they're, little. They're only coming back if they don't get picked up for season two. If they don't get picked up for a season. Th this is the they're, thing. They're going to get picked up. This, I don't know where ABC's putting them, but they're going to get picked up. This moment means very, very little if they are not going to get picked up for a season or if they are going, unless they never come back. If they never come back, then we just had their season, their series finale for those I think Jed characters. and Marissa are preparing to never bring them back. Well, and that, that might be the way they go. That might be the way they go. It just felt odd. If we look at Ricky's plan, we've got five seasons and a movie. Okay. Okay. But that, what does that have to do with anything? I, well, this is what it's got to do with it. Uh, next season, season four, right? But Ricky's so there's plan, only one season left after that. If most wanted goes three years, they don't come back ever. 
if most wanted only goes two years, they're not going to come back because we'll be in the final season on Agents of Shield. That's assuming, of course, and it's a pretty ABC big listens assumption. to Ricky. Yeah, Daniel. All I'm saying is, if they He's come back, man. this moment means nothing. He and told if, me some crazy stuff today about Tower of Terror becoming Guardians of the Galaxy ter- Guardian Tower of Terror. That just seems like crazy. But he gave me sources. But this, I mean, we're on target. I think most wanted, they're going to give it at least two seasons. That's great, but you're, you're okay. they're not coming back. I'm I I I hope our our I think our listeners heard what I was saying. Even if you don't, so I think we should move on. I they're not coming back. It's America's it's the newest top so, ten show. What do you There's want to talk about like after eight this? Eight seasons then. of it. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got the whole May and Hunter relationship. We've got the mushroom soup, which was classic. My oldest was loving Hunter. I'm clapping right now. You he's, know, he's hilarious. He's going to be a great comic foil on eight seasons of Marvel's Most Wanted. Great moment for him, though, to show how does he take care of the focus, you know, when you're being interrogated. That whole name, rank, and serial number, what's what's he using? He's using his cover story, The Mushrooms. And it turns out it's not just a cover story. He he's actually really makes mushroom soup. It's really good. He actually, I loved it when he actually put a mushroom in his backpack. Yeah, no, he he really, he picks it up and shows it to the rush. Rush. See, look, mushrooms. Okay. Most wanted writers. We need to see in like the pilot episode, him making mushroom soup. No, we don't. We do. No, we don't. We need the tie in. No, we don't. Let's. Yeah, always looking backward, Daniel. Always looking backward. No, I've been looking forward to Most Wanted. Yeah, but then once you get there, you're going to be looking backward. Trust me. You know you know what's going to happen when we get to episode 175, Most Wanted Pilot. You know I'm going to be saying things like, I don't even know why they just didn't have every episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like this with 40 minutes of Bobby and Hunter. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's not that talk Clark about that. Clark right Gregg is adorable. Let's not talk about that. Right but he's no hey girl. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we do get a lot of Bobby and, uh, and Hunter working together. They get their moments together. And, you know, they're getting their quiet vacation moment in where they're talking about vacation. And, you know, this is our vacation. You know, I've had those conversations with my wife where, you know, the vacation we just went on last week. That vacation was the first vacation that we've ever taken where it was us with no other agenda. And that's that's what that's what they're talking about here. That's what what uh, Bobby and Hunter are talking about here. A vacation with no other agenda. Even their honeymoon. You know, their their wedding interrupted a mission for Bobby. Um, It's important. You need downtime, especially for a couple. But then, in the family, I mean, to be honest, Ben, I, well, as you know, I'm planning a future vacation. It's the first unattached vacation, just like you say, for like the last three years with no agenda. And we're all excited. And I can hear Hunter's excitement with the idea of let's go do something but away. Can you, can you also hear the tension in his voice, though, as he's talking about the sacrifices and the compromises that they've had to make? To get there. And he brings up again Creel. But the other thing here, Daniel, is in this episode, they both have to kill someone. They both have to take another person's life. It was really interesting because they're they're talking about all this stuff, they're talking about compromises, they're talking about doing what they do and why they do it. You know, it's not about the mission. It's about protecting the person who's there next to you. And May has this clear cut definition of we are here for the greater good. And he says, even if it means, you know, the person next to you, the person that you love is put on the line and he, he can't go with that. He can't go with that. But then in the course of the mission to protect the prime minister, he takes out a man. He takes a man's life. And I'm sure it's something he's done before, but it it was just very stark. And then Bobby, 
she has to go and kill Androvich or whatever his name is, the, the general, and, and take his life. And it's just shoot, shoot, shoot. And he is dead to protect Hunter's life. But then you also see the opposite side. Hunter puts himself between the shadow guy, the dark force man, and, and the prime minister. He has no way of defeating this guy. He doesn't They've know. They've literally been told there is no way to stop him. Yeah, you, you cannot stop him. Uh, he, there's, there's a great Hunter moment there. He punches through the guy's head and then it's, the, it's the wall behind him, but he puts himself between the danger and the, the person who was being threatened by the danger. And this is, this is a great moment for Hunter. Great moment for us, you know, great cheering moment. Um, and how far I've come with him. Remember when I just was antagonized by him? Yeah, well, I think you you kind of are, have been forced to accept him. He's been forced into your family. And if you are Bobby going to... does like him. Yeah, Bobby must like him for some reason. So you're going to find that reason. Here's a good reason why. He is about loyalty. and And I think loyalty is probably one of his strongest traits and, and biggest values. Uh, he will mm. be there for you. Or her. Oh, no, uh, he's there for Colson too. Well, I, when I say he'll be there for you, I mean the general, you know, his, his tribe, I guess, for lack of a better word, he's there for them. Uh, so yeah, the sacrifices and compromises. Uh, what else is going on here? There's a lot more talk about the inhuman problem. Malik says we're at a tipping point for humanity has to make difficult decisions. And they're going to put them in Siberia, Daniel. Well, nobody puts the prison on their favorite beach. No, no. But, you know, Siberia is, I mean, it's been known for this. Uh, for It does have a history. A history of putting undesirable people in a place no. where they are not in your backyard. Yep, there is a history. So I, I like that element. I like the element of, you know, it felt like an 80s action movie in some ways. It was infiltrating the Russian base and putting on the Russian uh, uniforms. And it was listening to Russian voices. And yeah, 80s. Cold War action movie hysteria at its greatest in some ways. Uh, what else what do I have, have here? <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you have? Well, I, I honestly don't have a lot There's because a lot. I think the story is relatively thin. To be blunt, I mean, it's a lot of action. It's probably more action than we get in our average episode. You're being really, really blunt tonight. Uh, and, and I'm very a blunt, blunt guy. I'm a hot mess of bluntness. Are you're you happy? Very blunt about being blunt. To be blunt, I, I must say. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of fighting and there's some good moments. There's some good discussion. We've talked about the inhuman stuff before. Um, it, it was but, interesting to see that there are limitations to super hacking. And it's not just language. Sometimes it's the EOS. Tech, the tech that's available to you. Yeah. Um, uh, Androvich, there is a character in Marvel Comics named uh, Simus Androvich, I think. His code name is Iron Curtain. He was a good guy, though. Um, mm, not it, the same. Well, I looked into it because this whole Dark Force thing, it made me, it just triggered this thing in the comics of a Russian character who uses Dark Force. And so I, I looked into it, and there is uh, part of the, uh, what is it, the Red Guard? the Soviet group that they had. Uh, there is a character who uses dark force uh, as part of their power, but it's a, a, a female character. I believe I might be wrong about that, but it's, it's not this guy, um, but he has a cool power. I like the power set. I like the look. It's cool. Yeah, the special effect on it was nice. Yeah. It reminded me before they said it was dark force. It was pretty clear that this is the same kind of, 
look that you had going on with uh, with uh, Whitney Frost and and her power, but then it's kind of a cross between Whitney Frost and uh, Ward, honestly. So, yeah. Now, the weird thing is, is there's so much action. This is probably the episode of Shield that I've taken the least amount of notes on ever. Even and maybe it's because again that scene, I was entranced. Which scene? The end. Well, again, there's not much going on in that scene except yeah. for very subtle uh, facial emotions. There's no dialogue. I they mean, show they can act. There's, Everyone there's shows they can dialogue. act. Yeah, they do. They can act sad. And you might be right in that the characters, if they're doing some form of uh, method acting, they're just pulling on you know the idea that, oh, man – We've been on set with these guys for a year and a half, maybe even a little bit more than that. And wow, this is it. But again, it just feels like a series finale. Like that's you take that much time for your whole cast to say goodbye. Again, maybe this is why it feels rushed is because we know we have more episodes coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, yes. If this was not rushed, unexpected, if this was the season finale, if this was the season finale, then I would feel like, okay, you know, and then we get a tag scene that gives us a cliffhanger for next season. But knowing that we're going from this into a whole lot more, this feels like they're closing the book and they are, they are closing the book, but this feels like the end of something and it's not. And even it's our tag it, scene, it is, they're going to be guest. Well, it's spot the end of those two it. characters, but it's not the end of a storyline. This is the end of a character arc in the middle of a storyline. It's just Weird placement for me. You know um, what, though? I think this is it. The, you know, vengeance against Ward, you know, which we, we luckily saw closed off. I think S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be very, very minor in Most Wanted. Very minor. Well, I, I think it's going to be so minor that it's not even a part of things. At, with this ending, again, if this ending is to carry its weight over into Most Wanted... You can't have Coulson handing off things to them and saying, look, the rest of the world is against you, but S.H.I.E.L.D. is not. I, I don't think S.H.I.E.L.D. is even going to be a factor in things with their series. You're not going to get like the Picard coming and nope. visiting Deep nope. Space Nine. I, I don't think we're going to get that because this was Coulson's goodbye to these two teammates. And if he comes back, it it kind of uh, when I say if it, I shouldn't say if he comes back, if he crosses over into their pilot episode to kind of hand off the baton and say, Hey, don't worry. The show is going to be good. Like they did almost every star Trek series, you know, Star Trek next generation. They had DeForest Kelly come and play Dr. McCoy saying, this is a good ship. You're going to like it. You had captain Picard visit Cisco on deep space nine and say, you're going to be a good commander. Don't worry about it. Even though I had my question. Um, and then you don't have Cisco, um, is it Janeway? Because you want to forget about him. No, because Cisco was busy doing other things when, when that happened. Happened. Cisco wasn't done yet. Picard wasn't done yet either. But I'm just saying. You want to hear something? Okay, I've got something. You want to hear a complaint? Sure. I have a hard time believing that the President of the United States and the Prime Minister came together to watch an Interpol uh, interrogation. That obviously took more than 20 minutes. Well, it's they, President of the United they States. Were seeing it's the not end like of it. he's nimble and he's going to be moving quick to to a Russian secret site. They were seeing the end of it, and Interpol was taking their time. I mean, did the Zephyr jump over and grab him? Possibly. I just... Or maybe I, it was Manifold. He's been in an Iron Man suit, but I don't care. No. It, it seemed weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. To have the president there it was a nice touch in that he was showing it, he supported was the actor. Yeah. They used the actor. They, they had the weight that the, the actor's role carried, but Colson, it showed Colson had some, some weight in, in, in the president's actions to say, Hey, you know what? We've got two agents and we need to help take care of this. And I need your help. And, and it also shows the president's commitment to the idea of it's secret. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be undercover, but again, I mean, I'm glad Sadler's getting paid. Yeah, 
you know, I, I always loved him as death. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that didn't necessarily ring true to me. I felt like we got a really good episode here that just had a, a confusing or befuddling or bemusing. I don't know the right yeah, word that I need. Perfect. For. Absolute ending to Hey Girl. You can take that, but it just. Here's the thing. Next week, I'm not going to say Hey Girl. No, you're not. So there, we have you're had not. an ending. It's not going to be the ending for you, though. It's you're, you're going to say it again, Daniel. You're going to say it again. I don't know. Uh, we haven't heard anything. Uh, I wonder if out of this episode we're going to get some some announcements or anything like that about what's happening with Most Wanted. But um, I'm really going to miss Agents. I wonder who's going to do all the production. Because it's not me. Yeah, I'm just talent, it is not I'm just talent. I, I don't think that's going to be our final solution, Daniel. We're, I don't think we're saying we're not going to be giving you a spy's goodbye. Let's put it that way. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Feels dirty. <laughs> Hunter. Hunter's good. He's good. I like the stuff with May. He's grappling the whole issues of, of what it means to be doing the kind of things that he's doing. I think taking the bullet was a payoff. You know, the figurative bullet. When it all comes right down to it, it's a. I, I feel like it was a really good episode. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this whole Ben, I think you're completely a, wrong. It's a real uh, a really good episode. I feel like this whole half of the season has been really, really strong. And I, I disagree. The whole half of the season has been really, really strong. And people who have tuned out, actually I think this is a good time to to tune in. So I'd like them to. Yeah. And, and maybe they will, maybe they won't. But You know, I really do wonder, here, I'm crossing my arms and thinking, I really, really do wonder if maybe Disney slash ABC has gotten smart about the fact that ratings are no longer the best indicator about whether or not something's successful. Oh, I think not just Disney and not just ABC, I think everyone's kind of finding you know their footing in this new frontier this new world where you know online viewing is is a thing well and again and as i've said before i have an airbook over here to my left you know just the synergy that they get from this you know and yet and yet you know you hear all these stories about you know the movie arm and the tv arm of things and that they're not getting along, that they're not working together. Well, let's talk about the TV to TV arm. You know, Jessica Jones and Daredevil, they're all under Jeff's domain. And it's not like those two have been pushing shield. No, and they're not they're not going to. Uh, they're they're talking about how they wanted to stand on their own. However, and, and I kind of teased this before, but the first episode of Daredevil has a huge connection to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, yeah, uh, the, season they, one, we only got that Creel connection. Yeah, but the, the huge connection that we get, it's a really uh, a minor thing, but it ties in a major element of that episode with a major element of another episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Good. And OK, no spoilers, Ben. I'm, I'm not spoiling. I'm just saying that once it's it's this weird kind of minor thing for both. That. It doesn't there's no reason for that to be a thing, but it's there. And there was something else. I can't remember what it is that I that I wrote down that I was just like, oh, that's a that's a nice good connection there. Um you know, but your your Netflix stuff, your Hell's Kitchen stuff is going to be connected more visibly with each other. I'm just saying, give me a newspaper that t- have Phil reading in a newspaper that talks about the fist trial. Or is this daredevil and inhuman? You know, have, have a little conversation about that. Or even, or even just uh, Hey, you know what? We checked into the guy in hell's kitchen and he's cool. He's got some cool powers, but not inhuman. No, no, I doubt that that's what happened. No, it hasn't happened. I'm saying do it. Let it happen. Let it be. Make it so. 
connect in somewhere a little bit more. I, I don't want to see weird coincidental connections, but I, I'd like to see more connections. And and I feel like Most Wanted will, will stand on its own. But I think it'll be nice to see some crossover characters. I think it's going to be the A-Team. It, it is the A-Team. <laughs> but, you know, when the A-Team comes to a certain town, maybe Deathlock's there. Well, you know, Deathlock, he's traveling the land, a lone wounded soldier, out there righting wrongs, trying to... I I seriously, I just was not prepared for them to be ready to be filming Most Wanted already. I was well. We knew they were. We knew they were doing it. Yeah, I didn't even realize that there's got to be a script. Well, it's probably done by now. Yeah, I believe they already started. I I, be, I believe I may be wrong, but I believe they've already put this into production. They had to have. I mean, with production schedules, I mean, this full episode was finished like a month ago. You know what I mean? Maybe more than that. Yeah. Hey, girl's got to be in front of a camera. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. But I'd, I'd like, I, you know, I, I'm hoping that out of this episode, in the next couple of days, we're going to see some articles coming up from TV Guide or Entertainment Weekly or, uh, I don't know, ComingSoon.net or whatever um, with with uh, some showrunner interviews or something saying, yeah, you know what? Here's where we're going. <sighs> it's an exciting day, Ben. Do you remember when we started, Ben? I do. And there was one show. <laughs> and no real. Uh, and some movies. Yeah, but there, there was no real uh, reason to even think there'd be more than one show. And, and as we're talking, I really, really, really need to go out to AMC and see what times I can go to Batman vs. Superman. <sighs> Well, yeah. I mean, do you, do you get a three-day weekend? No. Oh, well, never mind. My family has been on me. Okay. Well, Long mind. story. As you know, Ben, work has been extremely busy. Yeah, I, I do know that. And, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's only Marvel that keeps me going. Honestly, I'd, I'd almost rather just watch more Daredevil than, than uh, Batman I'm just saying, Superman. man, is it wrong? The dog's been a little sick. He's got a checkup appointment. He seems fine. I can push that back a week to see Batman v Superman, right? I don't know, Daniel. I'm I'm not going to weigh in on that issue, but I am going to say that I think we've pretty much talked about what there is to talk about in this episode, uh, the, except for the tag scenes. The tag scene really left you with a, a cliffhanger that just makes you want to come back. Right. Well, that tag scene, you know, we, we discovered Malik has a daughter. Yeah, that's it. Um, and, and, you know, she is not falling too far from the tree. Well, and here's something really, really important to me about this. Um, so we keep making comments about how she's the how Malik's the last head of Hydra. And, Are you we know, looking at we, the... we picked up on the fact that he's reporting to someone. But it's pretty clear that she could be ahead of Hydra. She could be next in line or and maybe he is reporting just, to her. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe former heads of Hydra who have appeared on our little show should pay attention to the fact that maybe sometimes when you're less recognizable that you get paid less and maybe you're the next head of Hydra and someone's going to die. And maybe so is, it, is it wrong for me to put Malik on a death watch? Maybe we're looking at Madam Hydra. Death Watch. Malik's on a Death Watch. Yeah. I don't think that Ward is going to let him stay around for long. But we've got a replacement. There she is. What a weird, weird ending <laughs> between the, the you don't spies goodbye and this. Parents? What? You don't often shoot shotguns with your parents or children and talk about your arch enemies? Uh, no, that's not weird. Although she shoots just as well as he does. I mean, again, not too far from the tree. Not too far from the tree. It just, again, was not a real cliffhanger of a, of a tag scene. It it's just, not a cliffhanger! 
it gave us information. Yeah, it lets us yeah. know some stuff's coming. Yep, but what Not stuff? But what stuff? Do you feel tense after watching that? No, no, no you don't. You're just kind of. I just oh, hey, look at that. Die. She had. He has a daughter, and she and knows about die. Shield. She knows about I his if business. She'll kill him. I don't know. I, I, I my his money shotgun. <laughs> my money is on, uh, on Hive doing something with Malik, but and, and okay, his daughter makes her do it. Maybe Hive is that evil. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to wrap up this episode and move into our our field report. What do you say? Let's do it, buddy. Shield field report. So there's a question posted to Facebook. Not posted to Facebook. It was messaged to us from Facebook. Daniel, uh, you want to? All right. Well, I'm going to read this as typed by Agent Justin, which is to say, let's say you get to have one character from Netflix MCU show up on ABC MCU and vice versa. Who you got and what shoes are involved? And I'm what go with shows Iron... are involved. No, it's shoes. And I'm going to go with Iron Fist. So I want to see those little yellow booties. Oh, you, you wanted to bring up the shoes. Specifically. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I hear you. I really like those shoes. <laughs> They're stylish. They match the uniform well. All right. Let's answer the real no, question and not the typo. Shows? What yeah. shows? Come on. Come on, man. You know, what? here's what I find ironic about this. I got this and then I also got a, a message from my agent Snook. Um, and he has, I believe, completed all of Daredevil too. Congratulations. You are a fine agent. I there salute you. There are a lot you. of people out there who have done that. And he really wants to see the hand show up. And, um, I'll say this. Ninjas make everything better. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Yeah. You, you say it often. I do. I, I mean, I, outside of the context of this show, you were saying it too. I mean, that's something you've no, been saying for a long, he's not long making time. That up. He'll will sometimes literally get messages from me in the middle of the day that say nothing more than ninjas make everything better. Yep. Uh, long before this, before this, long before Welcome to Level Seven. Yeah. Actually, um, yes. So for me, yeah. For for me, for real, if I'm going to answer this question, um, it'd be cool to see. Uh, really to see Daredevil uh, show up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and then it would be fun to see President, the President show up on uh, on Netflix as, you know, maybe just on the TV or something like that. But uh, I, re- so I've got a lot of answers to this question. I, I want to see Iron Fist come on to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a serious way too, just as a reward for Clark. In the same way that I want to see Clark show up on Iron Fist. Um, I think that'd be awesome. I mean, Clark's been, he's the most prolific actor in the MCU. Let's reward him. You know, he's a geek like us. Let's reward him. So I really, really love that idea. Um, I keep coming back to Clark. It'd be really fun to see Clark in the Defenders. You know, it'd be fun to see Deathlock in the Defenders. Yeah, it would be. And then coming back, it would be kind of interesting. I'd kind of like to see Luke Cage on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe like in a fight with with Creel or something. Yeah, I mean, any one of the Netflix. What if Creel, Creel touched Luke? Would he then be unbreakable? Uh, I don't know. But There's a lot of fun combinations to play with. I think it'd be very fun to see any any one of the Netflix main characters show up on Agents of Shield, but it would have to be done right and not as a gimmick. I don't Coulson, want Jessica. Colson could I show up like on Netflix. I feel like Jessica would be a gimmick. Yeah, uh, you, I don't think she it fits would come down job. to writing. It would come down to writing. Colson could appear on any of the Netflix series just to say, you know what, we're Shield, we're watching you, and we're. You know, you're doing good, or something he like gets that. Seen, seen Danny turns on his penthouse lights. There sits Phil Coulson, and he looks over at Danny, and he says, "You think you're all alone? I want to talk to you about the Defenders Initiative." Really, you could have an element of Shield being involved in the creation of the Defenders, and that might be kind of cool. Maybe it's not Coulson. Maybe it's Maria Hill. Maybe it's 
I don't know. It, it, it was, was tried once before, and it was the Avengers. But you remember that Civil War thing? Yeah. You know, we we want you guys to work together, get along. You guys are going to be stronger together than you are apart. But we're not going to run you. I'm just giving you some advice, giving you some thoughts, and you know, keep up the good work. We're watching. So there, there's a lot of fun possibilities. There is. There is a lot. All right. Well, I think that brings us to a close. What do you say, Daniel? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, here we go. Here we go. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, I guess my words of wisdom to you would be to, you know, be good. Be good to each other. Daniel, you got any any, any words of advice? Uh, I'm just thinking about the fact, you know, lacrosse season's back for me. A lot of coaching. A lot more physical activity than I'm used to than before. And I really should stretch before running. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Level 7. You've heard us, now we'd love to hear from you. Go to welcometolevel7.com slash feedback. Contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling 177-55-LEVEL-7. You can also join the lively conversation going on at facebook.com slash welcome to level seven or connect with us on Twitter where we're level seven pod. And remember, the seven is spelled out. Our theme music is the light fantastic by JS Earls. And you can find that at transplant.bandcamp.com. Welcome to level seven is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award winning and award nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews and more at noodle.mx. Once again, thanks for listening. And remember, welcome to Level 7. It's not just a podcast. It's a magical place. Ben, I got something for you. Relevant uh, to your interests. Well, let's let's hear it. Marvel at C2E2 over the weekend announced their new title that's tied into the Great Lakes Avengers. So I know you're going to buy it. The unbeatable Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, dude, Squirrel Girl, she's she's beating the Avengers. I do not care about Squirrel Girl. Galactus? She is not part of the Great Lakes Avengers that I've actually read. When I started re when I stopped reading about Great Lakes Avengers, Doctor Doom. That's when they introduced her. She uses cards produced by Dare De- by Deadpool to tell her about all the supervillains. It's the same creators as her ongoing series. I don't read her ongoing series. She's gonna defeat them all. Okay. Okay, Ben. I'm gonna tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone. Okay. All right. Don't tell anyone. Today I was reading The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And it's not horrible. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of cute. It's it, Squirrel Girl is not uh, she's not a part of my reading. She's it's just It's a, it's a character that's you, out you, there. You've got Marvel Unlimited, right? No, I don't. Not anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I gave I'm it telling up. you, man. It was money, man. It was money that I did not have. It. You're a father. You might actually consider having your kids read it. Maybe, but I have to read it first, and I haven't. So. It's. It's. I get. I'm. I'm not at the point where I'm going to say five, but I got to give it a four just for being what it is. Okay. Which I don't completely have completely figured out. But it it's not bad. Okay. That's a real it's selling better point. Than I, it's better than I think any Great Lakes Avengers comic would be. <sighs> Which you've read so many of them. Well, uh, there was the time that Deadpool kind of teamed up with them and made fun of them. Yeah, there was. The only Deadpool comic I own. Yeah, so there was that. It was number 50 when he went back in time and made fun of Spider-Man, too. That was a really, really cool concept. Where they, they wrote in and, and drew in Deadpool in uh, in an old Spider-Man comic. 
You've read that one, right? I don't know. Yes. Yes, I have. Yep. That's brilliant, by the way. They've done that a few times. John Byrne on West Coast Avengers. That's when Great Lakes Avengers came out. And those are the comics you need to read to understand what I like about the Great Lakes Avengers. Uh, Beyond that, Squirrel Girl was when they were the joke. And maybe she's not a joke character anymore, but she comes out of that series that I haven't read and I haven't had anyone tell me that it's something worth reading. And I've looked into it and it was on Marvel Unlimited, but I haven't read it and I don't plan to. And that's really all I have to say about it because I'm tired and it is time for me to shut this down and really hit the hay. So, All right. All right. Well, I'll see you again in four weeks. (laughs) We'll try. We'll try.